0: You know it's time to begin, and wherever you are, whenever you are, and however you happen to be listening, we're so glad you've chosen to tune in to DLC, especially if you are one of our geeks in sneaks, using this podcast to power you through a workout or a run. We're going to be with you in your ear holes for some amount of time. We don't know today, (laughs) because DLC is your downloadable commentary for the week, delivered the way we love it to be. And that is completely free, despite not having any sponsors this week. <laughs> uh, DLC stands for. Well, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. I don't know. Even... Ah. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, do I, what do I say after that, Christian? uh Your downloadable commentary for the week. I said that part. i love it to be completely free, thanks to our sponsors this week, Christian's House. Which yeah, is where Christian's House is sponsoring the is show. DLC uh, <laughs> <laughs> stands for, of course, your downloadable Canada, and or, I don't know, dude. I don't pay attention. You don't pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome to episode after four hundred. Yeah, this, I am that. complete. I am, <laughs> I, you know, I am com-
0: Jeff Canada with a spell with two n's and one t and i am joined as always by my friend slash co-host slash nemesis are we recording any of this I, should we I, check
1: I, I mean adam you can hear us right uh, yeah i'm here <laughs> i'm stop we're not seeing any wave form do i stop and Oh, really? It and I, see if we hear it? I don't want to do. Do you see our waveform out I do. I do, yeah. All right. Okay, we're good. We're good. Welcome <laughs> to the show, everybody. <laughs> i
0: joined as <laughs> always by my friend slash co host slash nemesis, Christian Spicer. Christian, thank you for welcoming me into your home.
1: You are, thank you for leaving LA. We are, you snake, know, DLC. Snake <laughs> we've,
0: this is episode, what, 402, 403, something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. Um, Christian. I'm, I'm le- DLC this week stands for dude leaving California.
1: Ooh, is what dang. It stands for. Off uh, the top of the head.
0: I, uh, I'm jumping, I I'm leaving. <laughs> I, I'm fried. <laughs> <laughs> i spent the last three days putting all my belongings in boxes, cleaning my house like a madman. And I, uh, I this is my last stop tomorrow morning. I get on a plane 7am and I'm flying to Colorado where I am. My new house is waiting for me, uh, starting a new chapter in my life, but I didn't want to leave. Uh, before seeing christian's new house that he got i don't know over a year ago over a year ago <laughs> but it's been but a we haven't been in the same yeah we haven't yeah. been in the
1: same place at the same time and i think this is the first ever dlc that you and i have been in the same room for that's true Which because is- why would we why would i mean it's easier it's, it, it's so i have this set up I mean we might sound different
0: I, oh we definitely sound different uh
1: i have very nice mics <laughs> but these are nice ex- it's the whole set- setup is very complicated and different And uh, bless our guest for putting up with it.
0: Yes. Uh, We are also joined by Adam Leonard, who is uh, a friend. uh, Awesome. You know him from Mega Dads. Welcome, Adam. Thank you for putting up with the chaos (laughs) and disorganization that is this episode of DLC. Thanks for being with us. I have to say
2: that so far, this is the greatest podcast (laughs) guest spot I have ever done. I am so happy that I could be along for what is the most bonkers DLC <laughs> that there probably ever will be? I'm excited because DLC stands for duos live chatting locally together. This is this is yeah. amazing. You guys are doing it the
0: first time together. Yeah. Well, here here. Wow. So here, I'll explain what happened. So this week, I knew that I was going to be leaving on Monday. We usually record Sunday evenings DLC, and I thought, well. <laughs> We could try to record early. I know my life's going to be in chaos and I'm going to be packing all of my stuff up and packing my computers because uh, the way moving is right now where you Mm -hmm. put all your things and you hire a moving company and they put everything on a truck and they tell you, well, it'll be there between 14 and 21 days.
1: You're lucky we have a truck right now, bro. Who cares? Bye. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, it's not even – you're not even exaggerating. The u-haul right now evidently i've been told they're paying senior citizens to drive i'm not even joking it sounds like a joke but i'm not they're paying senior citizens to drive empty u-haul trucks back to california because all the u-haul trucks are going one direction
1: away from california are you (laughs) over 65 do you like driving then we have a job for you that's
0: what i've been told so anyway so they're they're able to give us this window of like 14 to 21 days now that is unacceptable to not have the ability to <laughs> your stuff make a living or sleep or you know have food <laughs> for that long you don't have any belongings, so in the interim we d- we realized my wife and I that uh we would have to u p s ship the essentials uh for a while we were talking about doing the u haul like have a u haul where we drive ourselves with the essentials, but we couldn't get a u haul i'm,
1: I'm sixty five I'm here to drive a u haul <laughs> no,
0: that's the that's the people who bring it back oh anyway. Dang it so uh, so we couldn't do that so we we just like we spent like a thousand dollars in shipping computer equipment and like bed linens and uh, 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 one pot and one pan to, to cook with. This anyway, next
1: episode is brought to you by a teary Jeff Kanata, who records all his shows next week on his phone as he laments the loss of all of his <laughs> computer oh, equipment. Dude, the shit. guy's like,
0: do you have, do you have any value? You'd like to declare on this shipment. I'm like, it's like $4,000 of computer equipment. All and of microphones. It? <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, well, it's an extra dollar per hundred or actually $2 per hundred dollars. You declare. I'm like, I mean it's worth $2000. <laughs> it's an RTX
1: 3080, it's literally priceless. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't get them. You can't
0: get them. So I hope it arrives. Anyway, so I so all of that is to say I thought to myself, well, do I just, you know, take the week off and Christian maybe can do the show solo, but we all Which, know
1: what a disaster that would it be. It was the most like <laughs> show of the Yeah time i did exactly from my perspective a disaster yeah real good people
0: can't like the show more when i'm not on it (laughs) that doesn't work for (gasps) me and so uh so i thought hey two birds with one stone here i can go see my friend christian in person for the first time in almost two years and also see his house that i've never seen and see his lovely family and talk them into feeding me you know all of these things that have happened now yeah uh and then we could record we could record the show. And Christian said, awesome. And I said, well, do we need, does it need to be just you and me doing the show in the same room? And Christian said, no, yeah, I tested all the equipment Did and indeed. we could definitely have a guest.
1: Yeah. Well, I can, I, I can read you the actual text I sent you <laughs> where I said, I tested everything and it seemed to work fine, but I'm sure something will expletive up tomorrow when we try. <laughs> well, sure
0: enough, spice strikes again. Uh, and I thought, I thought to myself, okay, well, we definitely want to have a guest, if we can, and we definitely want to have a guest that we know and we like, and that we know will be gracious and put up with the expletive <laughs> upping of everything. <laughs> so that's why I, I reached out to Adam. So Adam, thank you again. I love this is it. Gonna be a, it's gonna be a weird sort of casual episode. That's the best. Um, yeah, it's like uh, DLC After Dark or something, you know?
1: Everybody wants us to do a Patreon. This is a taste. <laughs> this is a taste of what you might get
0: if we, if we go Patreon. Um, and also, it just happens to be the case that I don't think there's a ton of news this week in a video game world. There's still lots of Blizzard Activision stuff mm-hmm. that's developing, and we've talked about that for two weeks. And... No,
1: Adam and I have talked about this on Twitter. They solved it.
0: Oh, did they? Yeah, it's fine. It's fixed. Yeah, they fired everybody.
1: Uh, no, and the, everybody's <laughs> there, and they've all just like really said they're going to do good. They're just going to buckle down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they fixed it. It's well, good. I like I said, I it have. Tur- not it turns out,
2: at it. it turns out they're sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think they've said that, Adam. Oh, that. <laughs> <Yeah. turns laughs> out of. Oh, that's true. It turns out legally, that's the one thing de- they
0: haven't said. <laughs> <laughs> their legal department has advised against apologizing. I did.
1: <laughs> I'm not trying to actually dive into this topic, but we did learn from other exposes that were written over this past week that. People that prior said they had no knowledge definitely had knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh.
0: yeah. And other, other that. companies it's not are great. also great. It's not great. But like no. I said, I have not been looking at the news. <laughs> so my head is firmly in the sand. So I thought, let's just hang out, have a cash episode, something a little different. Uh, and we could talk about the games that we've been playing. We could talk about any topics.
1: I just tweeted. And we'll see if there's any uh, people tweeting topics at us because you can do the You can follow the trail now, uh, dear listeners, and you can see when this episode came together. And you will know that this is never the usual time these episodes happen. But you can find Jeff's tweet and be like, what? What were they doing? Yeah. How long are you taking Adam away from his wonderful life as you guys are just being idiots and he clearly has better things to be doing
2: guys, in the middle I, of the weekend? I don't want this podcast ever to end. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it may not. Be, a, be
0: afraid, listeners. To, to, it be may honest, not ever end.
1: to be honest, I don't know if there are any listeners because I don't know if it's recording. Dude, <laughs> there is a definite
0: possibility that we're not recording anything right now. It no says no, it no is, matter but, what, we'll have the memories. Christian, do you want to like turn on Audacity and just record it won't
1: pick up adam
2: Hmm. Adam, we have adam you can can see see adam's
1: you can see our waveforms Adam.
2: i I see your waveform yeah
1: i mean i could stop it take a pause and then do another recording that might then have the same problem but then hopefully we'll We'll know that it worked we know that this first part worked
0: Only get the first part. (laughs) Well, that's the
1: show. Thanks for listening.
0: (laughs) This is the most clown shoes podcast. Well, this is the I've been doing this for fifteen years, Christian. This is
1: the podcast you get from the pod, like one of, and you know, as other guests have mentioned it, one of the longer running video game podcasts of all time, podcasts that have been profiled by Entertainment Weekly uh houston chronicle other major press outlets along the way and you know what you're welcome
0: <laughs> <laughs> so i do th- i do think we should just take a brief pause just make sure that it outputs any audio at all okay and then we started again no harm no foul no harm no foul all
1: right. so dear audience you don't know what i'm doing right now adam hold on one second <laughs> <laughs> well it's tomorrow now for us <laughs> Um, for you guys if you don't notice the difference but uh what? jeff is on his phone in denver uh no we stopped briefly everything worked great so you should be hearing a podcast uh mm-hmm. and now we now i see the way now we see too. the waveform which is nice so that it's, very com- it's, it's comforting but it's like a comfort blanket
0: but it's different which means if the first way works is this way not work? <laughs> we should probably stop and check again. So, um all right so i have some questions uh, this is the story of the week section Story on the week, it's the
1: story on the week. King. Story on the week, it's the story on the week. <laughs> oh, I also, Adam, I'm sorry. I forgot I was going to do this. Jeff, since we are in person. Yeah. I really oh, no. Whole no. Like oh, my God. Now you-
0: I didn't realize there was a whole costume change involved. <laughs> pro- not knowing in person, not seeing it yeah. in person, I didn't realize. No there was one a whole, sees
1: what really happens.
0: For
2: a do you of- like? Do you like feel the shockwave sitting next to him? Yeah. Yeah. It's not pleasant. It was
1: not well, pleasant. I had to get him out of the room because I had to put up the mic stand with the handkerchiefs hang hung all over it. You know, to really give have- give it that. The uh, other- Steven Tyler, nice, <laughs> nice, yeah. The other
0: fun thing about this is that um, we both are holding microphones like like stand up comedians. Oh, these
1: are these are. Like the highest quality stand-up mics you can yeah. get from when I ran my shows at UCB,
0: and and we're both wearing noise-canceling headphones, but the only way we can hear each other <laughs> is through the. We're not hearing ourselves in the. So the I'm monitor, talking The monitor
1: is a bit. We del- oh, can take one cup off.
0: I'm not taking a cup off. The
1: dude. monitor is a, a little you. bit of a delay on ZenCaster because we're in the same room. ZenCaster is great, though. By the way, thank you, ZenCaster. For yeah. Being a All part right. Movie. Here's okay. some questions. Uh, <laughs>
0: Here's some questions. Um, this comes from uh, Brian Sharp. Brian Sharp on Twitter says, this comes "What is from Adam?
1: Our- Why are you wasting my afternoon?" <laughs> yeah,
0: Adam's question is, "What did I get myself into?" Um, Brian Sharp says, "What are everyone's kids' favorite video slash board <gasps> games?" Might be a good topic for all you mega dads. Oh right. yeah. So, Adam, what is your kid's favorite video game at the moment? I I got to tell you
2: guys, I I really wanted to talk about this too because I woke up this morning. And my son, he's an early riser and he's, he's old enough now he's seven where he'll get up and he'll just do his own thing. I wake up at like six o'clock this morning and I can hear the Final Fantasy VII battle music coming from my living room. Dang,
1: Ooh. that's a good wake up. Wow. And
2: I just I just laid there for a good minute and thought about how lucky I am. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I grew up. Uh, I'm old. I'm old. Uh, I grew up on like, you know, Atari, 8-bit Nintendo, everything down the line. But the first game that I ever really, really clicked with was Final Fantasy. And I've been waiting for the perfect moment to introduce my son to this series. I think I got into it when I was like 10. Um, And he's too young to really handle an RPG with a lot of text, right? So I've been waiting to introduce him to the, the old school games. Well, the best thing about Final Fantasy VII Remake is they've made the entire thing uh, voice cast vote it's all, all right it's all speech now so we play this game together and i help him um kind of like with the the more nuanced stuff of a final fantasy game like equipping your weapons and your materia and kind of reading his spell list but he can play the game it's more it's more like an action game now uh so it's easier for him and he loves the story and the characters and it is as a dad like we've played lots of games together, um, but having my son play through his first Final Fantasy game, he loves it. He talks about it wow. all the time. Uh, he wants to know what the next chapters. It's our second playthrough of the game. He wants to know what's coming down the line. Um, because obviously, well, remake kiddo, is just I have a small some, section.
1: I have some <laughs> wait, bad news for you. Where this game goes. It gets, wait, wait fifteen
2: years, and then you'll see. Yeah, and then you'll see some yeah. real sad stuff. But <laughs> it's just so great. Like we we play a lot of stuff. He loves Horizon, Zero Dawn. Is um,
1: he is he, he hands on controls for games like Horizon? Oh yeah! Dang, he, your kids your kids advanced. I feel like, or my kids he, are just listening. He got into
2: it. Um, <laughs> With the Switch, obviously, it was like his first thing, playing Zelda and Mario Odyssey and things like that. But he has stepped up to the point where he's, he's playing through these games without me now. And it's very upsetting because <laughs> <laughs> I'm missing pivotal p- plot points in these games now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's totally awesome.
1: I've likened growing up, like what is being an adult being an adult is you're the one doing the dishes while your kids are doing what you want to be doing Mm -hmm. like they're over there grinding out levels like they're playing the video game they're going to the movies they're and it's like living the life that you have always dreamed of (laughs) your laundry's clean (laughs) (laughs) yeah my kids so i think i talked about this before like my oldest daughter who's eight she rolled through um pokemon sword like I mean, I don't know if she caught them all, but very close and rolled credits and like did the extra stuff and like absolutely chowed through that game. And then Splatoon, Splatoon 2 was really big for her, but she really kind of latched onto the gyro controls and she has been kind of resistant to twin stick. And I think it's because a lot of her peers are gaming on iPads. And so while that technically a lot of those games are technically twin stick, you know, air quote, like Minecraft, you're twin thumbing or moving on the iPad, it's, it's a very different input where you're touching and dragging the screen than, um, you know, doing a dual analog. And now recently, one of her friends was like very into Minecraft and was playing on their iPad. And she was like, I want to play Minecraft again, Dan. I was like, okay, cool. Do you want it on the iPad or we have it on the Switch? but I also moved my Series S down to the living room and they just like that they have their own profiles on an Xbox now. She's like, I want to play it on Xbox. And I was like, okay. So now both my kids have gotten really into creative mode again on Minecraft. And this is the time that they're committing to dual analog. Like I tried Mm -hmm. like, oh, you can do it like this if you want for this game. No, I'm good, you know, waggling it around everywhere like the whole switch. But now they're committed to learning that dual analog and it's something that I think I've taken for granted, kind of growing into. And then mm-hmm. the flip side of that is seeing kids. I mean, kids. I'm old, but like seeing this. My girl's friend, my daughter's friend, has a little brother. My my girlfriend uh, watching <laughs> him play Call of Duty on mobile. I I truly think he's better on mobile. Like it's just yeah. natural. Their right. fingers are just all yeah. over the place, and I I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. It's it's super old. interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think I've talked about this a little bit before, but my son, Jack, is obsessed with Mario. Everything. He just got, in fact, he's like going away present from his nanny that we are moving away from was uh, some Mario jammies Hmm. that dude, I wish I could show you a picture I mean, you could,
1: we're in the same room. I don't have a picture of what I mean, Uh, but uh, they are,
0: I wish I was nearer you somehow.
1: Um, You're touching me right now.
0: They are made to look like he's wearing overalls with the shirt. Yes. yeah, It's adorable. He didn't want to take them off today. Like he wore them all yesterday. This morning when we got up, he's like, dad, I don't, I want to wear these all day. I said, Jack, these are long sleeve, long pants. It's going to be a thousand degrees today in Los Angeles. You can't like Dad, I don't want to wear I want to wear these all day. Uh, he's obsessed with Mario. It is a loop of him playing Mario Odyssey on Switch. He knows all the levels inside and out. He's like completely obsessed with it. He asks questions all the time about all the Mario bad guys. Um, And then what he's not allowed to play, but he is allowed to watch TV, he, all he wants to watch on TV is YouTube videos of Mario. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it becomes like this loop what? of like huh?
1: a gameplay or like old mario brother super show no no
0: gameplay and and not gameplay with like people narrating it or anything it's just straight up the game someone else playing the game and he will root for him like oh mario make that jump you know he's like oh, rooting oh cool for it. Um, also there's news to me but there's tons of modding of mario odyssey if you get on youtube tons of modding
1: people have done crazy
0: stuff modding that game
1: so they're mod- they're running it i guess on an emulator on pc and then i'm modding? guessing
0: because there's all kinds of crazy levels they throw all kinds of weird Oh, jeff into-
1: i already need your kid to help me program my vcr you- <laughs> okay so then but then he gets he goes
0: on the from the youtube of mario odyssey to oh by the way we went swimming yesterday and my sister my sister my daughter did the same thing where she jumps in the pool from the side and she goes super mario and then splash and then it can be three, four seconds, and then up <gasps> Odyssey. Anyway, it's, it's adorable. Uh, anyway, so he goes from watching Mario Odyssey videos on YouTube to YouTube like feeding him other Mario games. So he's yeah. discovered uh, Super Mario Galaxy that way. And we happen I happen to have like all my old physical media in the cabinet in the living room under the TV. And so he saw Super Mario Galaxy for the Wii – the case sitting there, and he yeah. goes, "Daddy, we have that." And I said, "Yeah." He's like, "Can we play it?" And I said, "Well, I need to pull my Wii out."
1: <laughs> what <laughs> something you say? Okay? <laughs> 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 Super Mario. I
0: <laughs> honestly, I don't want to see. Okay, so um, anyway, so I, I I go and I I get the Wii in the box in the garage, and I I, I get it and I. Take it out, and I realize I don't have the sensor bar. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, ah, these are going to be a fortune. I look on Amazon, seven bucks will be there tomorrow.
1: Okay. Oh, so nice. I order
0: it, order a new sensor bar, set up the Wii on my TV in my living room through composite cables. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. TV has composite? Yeah. Dang. You're just uh, like a new TV, though, too, right? It's not that new anymore, but uh. yeah, it's new age. It still had composite cables. Looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, I mean, so ugly that game, but my son's super into it, yeah, and yeah. for him, like he plays switch, you know how Mario Odyssey constantly is telling you when you're playing it that you could be playing it with the waggle, yeah, it's like right. you know if you detach these things yeah. and you swung them around, that has worked a hundred percent with my son. He is all about the waggling the thing, he'll take them off, he'll lay the switch down on the couch and just hold the control of the joy cons yeah. in his hand just so he can do the thing. And he'll like, stand up and be like, daddy, look, this is how I do it. And he spins around in the circle. You know, he loves it. If
1: only so there was a-, a way he could like put the image on the switch, like onto a TV. Eh, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of work.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway. So the Wii for him was like incredible. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I forgot how fun it is in super Mario galaxy. Every time you want to go from one oh, of the yeah. planets to another, you waggle it. And it like charges up that star that jettisons you to the next thing. And it's really satisfying that movement that just like, it's almost like being at a, a like a, a, an amusement park yeah, or like something. An arcade. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. just like, and he like fits fired out and he soars across. It's it's that sensation, that tactile sensation is really pleasurable. Uh, and he's all over and he's loving it, even though it looks like complete, <laughs> but on oh, my on my TV, <laughs> but for him, he doesn't care. Um, so yeah, he's just completely obsessed with Mario. He's like, "Daddy, can we play Mario Sunshine?" I'm like, I have to pull another system out of the
1: Did you buy the collection or is it still available? No,
0: I'm t- I'm tempted is this to. It's just one of the
1: one Adam I don't remember I, the top of my this head.
2: This is the one they pulled off. Yeah. It's right. no I longer I, I don't think it's available anymore.
0: That's so weird. Anyway, so we're having it this is. like backwards progression through Mario games, yeah. you know? Uh which is pretty interesting to well, see. I'm just yeah. glad. experience it that way. Go ahead, Adam.
2: I was going to say, have you tried introducing him to any of the 2D stuff? Because I was really surprised with how challenging that was for my son. He needs that full Mm. 3D exploration. Uh, He just could not get into any of the 2D stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm curious about how that'll work too. Because we briefly tried, I have a, a SNES Mini. Mm-hmm. And we briefly tried Super Mario World on that, but that was before he was obsessed with Mario. So now he, I told him at the new house, we'll set up the Super Mario, the, the Super Nintendo Mini and see if he likes it. Because he's all excited about, he saw it when we were packing yeah. stuff up. And he's like, oh, can we set that up? So we'll see. I don't know. I think, I suspect it'll be similar to your experience, Adam, where. He's, yeah, Elliot he's goes, was like, what do you mean I can't go back? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> like, right. no,
2: sorry, dude. That part of the level is gone.
0: All right yeah
1: yeah and there's a different language um well, i remember we didn't really stick with a lot of 2d mario but i put on um uh, link to the past i think and i was showing my kids Link to the past this was a while ago and like the original one and it's the same thing of like push up on the d-pad well i'm not going up though i'm going mm-hmm. over there yeah well no that's up no up would be into the sky dad right i mean you're right but this is up so push up like yeah. but that's not up do you what would you call Go it? Go to your then? room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like this is left, this is right. What do you call those? And she was like, "I have north, child. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, north and south. I guess. Uh, it, it's fun to see that stuff, though. I do wish it was more easily accessible. Mm-hmm. A, a new teaser mm-hmm. trailer came out for Metroid Dread. Um, Adam, I don't know if you watched it. It's short, um, but like evocative. It's it's pretty cool. And and that's another thing. Like it just bums me out that I can't show my kids those games. Uh, you know, unless it is yeah. it's like going into the garage, finding the Wii or the GameCube. I don't think my TV has composite. Um it's just a or the alternative is uh you know like a ROM and an emulator like running dolphin or something. But I don't know. I, I, I like having it on hardware yeah mm-hmm. if possible to 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 show them. Do you have you tried like any other I mean, there's a story years ago Jeff that we did of like this Dad, that was yeah. introducing.
0: I think about that all the time.
1: Like chronologically, like you yeah. live forced through video his games. kid to
0: play Atari twenty six hundred, and he had to like finish the game before he could progress to the NES. To oh yeah. To, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a little hardcore. But you hard will cool. play
2: E T. and you will like it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, he's he's doing the like Tiger Woods dad version of being a video gamer. Where he's <laughs> yeah. like, you will be the greatest <laughs> of all
1: time. <laughs> do, do, like for you, when you're introducing your kids to games, Adam. Like, how I know, seems like now there's. You know agency and independence but i wonder like you're not going into best buy or GameStop right. or funko land and looking at games so like there's the youtube algorithm which can be scary yeah. or how else how it, i guess friends it, it was
2: you know it was when he when elliot really got into it you know it started very much as him watching me and then yeah. picking up a controller and pretending to play along. I think like all kids do that, right? My daughter does that yeah. now. She's three. She'll pick up my controller daughter and she's, pretend like she wants she's to play playing, with us. Uh, Fortnite with Elliot, even though she's she not doing Adam. anything. We lost Adam. Um, and we lost Adam. I was lucky enough that he Maybe come back. is, Why is the a, show like a legit carbon copy of me. He loves <sighs> all of the games is- that I love. This uh, is going he Loves the this the movies that favorite. I love and the music that I <laughs> I don't know that. And no, so We, no, my we have fine, made gaming a very. You have his um communal a communal thing,
1: right? Where we, like, we play, play games, games together.
0: together. This is this is hilarious that you'll now be
1: editing, editing this. I'm not going
0: to edit this. <laughs> I'm just this is what you get. Leave it all in. Yes. <laughs> well then, I would like to. Say, I apologize to the listeners <laughs> for Christian's laziness. Yeah. i text Adam, you lose internet. This is, we, we've we lost listeners. I can tell you that. People are just like, I'm not putting up with this one.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. I heard about this um, podcast. They had a really interesting conversation last week with a developer. We're just going really to respect- vamp
0: until he's back? Yeah. Okay, or you can well, do another question. Yeah, we can do a question that's more centered on us. Uh, Philippe. <laughs> bosher i know philippe yeah we both know philippe
1: uh, friend of the show it's yeah been a while
0: uh tweets at us i'd love to hear your first impressions and memories of each other from back in the weekend confirmed days what was your first impression of me
1: so i i don't remember very first impression of uh meeting you at the studio i remember being like nervous because the way it came together i don't know if i've talked about this it was kind of just odd. We're like, you guys had been doing, we can confirm for a little bit. Yeah. Um, I met Garnet through David Ellis. Shout out to David and all the wonderful things in three, four, three Ellis bot that killed me. How did you know Ellis? And Halo. I knew David through one up yours. And then like when Twitter was very new and I sounds like he's back. Yeah. Adam, can you hear us? Yep. Yep. I'm here. Okay.
0: We're answering a question about first impressions of each other.
1: (laughs) Um, But so I, I met David through the internet. And it was like, Garnet, I think, had left or was leaving. And then David was taking over that show. And I think I just said something like, oh, I used to live in the... It was like something very weird, like when Twitter was innocent. And it was like, you could really connect yeah. with people. And I was like, oh, I ate there yesterday or so, you know, something right. like that. And then we just kind of started chatting. And he's like, oh, well, Garnet's down in SoCal now. And I was like, oh, I'll just hit him up. And he's like, yeah, let me introduce you. And I was like, hey, man. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I love listening to your stuff on, uh, on, uh, where, where was I? Came on one up. Uh, I heard you're down here now. I love to get together. And he was like, Do you want to do a show? And I was like, Yeah, 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 yes, yes, yeah. Y- yes. I'm I'm in my car. I'm on my way. <laughs> and then, so when I got into the studio, it was very, it was overwhelming. It was, I think it was, um, Brian Leahy was still was on. Yeah. Uh, and you and Garnet. And I remember being like, Holy moly. Cause,
0: Cause it would have been more, it would have been more intimidating because we were in an actual professional recording studio. Yeah, it wasn't the offices of your One Up Room that or, we're
1: in right now, or my walled-in sunroom that's now an office. Yeah. Yes, I mean this was like a sound – You walk- I walked past like Christina Aguilera Platinum Records. Yeah, like I think Mass Effect recording. Mass yeah. like
0: it was a full-on like Santa Monica professional. Yeah, Micah and
1: everybody. They yeah. were awesome,
0: because and- we had money to actually spend it, on that it stuff. It was real
1: nice. So I remember that just nice. being Back like- Back in the
0: day when podcasting was.
1: I mean, now <laughs> they still do. It's just, you got to be, uh Mark about conspiracy theories and Spotify <laughs> will give you $100 million. <laughs> um, but so that, I was just like, don't mess up, don't mess up, don't mess up. don't like. like but I remember afterwards, we went to King's Head Pub oh, yeah. in in uh, Santa Monica and my wife met us. And I oh. remember, so this is the, I might've said this on the show, but this is the thing I'll always remember. Uh, <laughs>
0: Oh, dude! I I know what you're gonna say
1: and She walks in we sit down, and you go, "Oh, dude, Christian, your wife is attractive." Like you were I so shocked. I didn't mean it
0: like that, though. <laughs> I was trying. I was trying to pay her and you a compliment,
1: but I remember being like, "Cool, all right." <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I'm not. I'm not good at things. No, well, i um, clearly we we did all right because here we are, you know. Yeah. Many many podcasts later. Yeah. Yeah, and your wife is still very attractive. She's, thank you. I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh man.
0: Yeah. Do you I, remember?
1: Because I think like, was I the first guest, or have you got? Did you? Guys, I don't you remember guess? if
0: you were the first guest, but I, you must have been one of the first guests because I remember Garnet clearing it with me that he was. He, he was like, "I want to bring this guy on. He's a stand-up comic. Do you think that would be okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, I don't see why not. I, that sounds awesome." I was like, "I've never. I don't know him. I've never heard of him, but." You know, does he, does he know video games? He's like, oh yeah, yeah. He totally knows video games. Like, okay, okay. I don't just want to have somebody on that.
1: You know, oh, okay, guys. So, uh, hey.
0: yeah, I'm doing bits. You yeah. know, I'm like, we're well, well, okay. <laughs> doing bits. But um, and he's like, yeah, he's got like a hundred thousand Twitter followers. I was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> when so, Twitter meant something. Yeah. Oh, those are the days. Uh, but I I don't, I don't remember your first episode specifically. I just remember. I remember it not being. I remember being comfortable with you right away.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, which, I think I went in thinking like, I'm not going to do bits. I'm not, I'm not a stand up on this show. I'm right. gonna talk, I think we talked about like double fine and comedy and games a little bit. Yeah. Um, Adam to broaden this a bit, like when mega dads was mega ing, like, <laughs> you know, what, what, what did you, or do you all look for in terms of like, what is that personality? Is it just you're a parent and you like video games or like when you meet people that come in, cause you guys have grown.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: a bit in this past, I mean, at times of black hole, maybe it's been two years. It feels like it's been a year. <laughs> right? But like, what are, what are those first impressions and kind of how do you suss that out?
2: It, you know, it was strange. Well, so for those who don't know, Mega Dads was started by my brother and I, and, um, we did it just the two of us for about five years or so. We would have Guest shows and things like that. But we didn't bring anybody in on the team for a long time. And when we decided to do it, it was very much um, wanting to bring in people that we were already uh, comfortable with. And the the thing with Megadads is we're very non-traditional. <laughs> um, and we wanted somebody who could come in and and still be... You know, be comfortable with with that. We do a lot of gaming talk, but we're also very um comedy focused and more relaxed. And we wanted somebody who could 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 fit in with the idea of cover games, but also cover life and do it from a fun and and hilarious angle because life is hilarious and uh, <laughs> and we don't we don't want to do another thing where it's just we're covering the news, right? We want to fit in conversations about our kids waking us up at four o'clock in the morning because we can hear the PlayStation chiming on. Right. <laughs> um, and so we we've gotten a, a good group of guys who just fit that mold. And uh, we've been very lucky in that way. Everybody, everybody is like, it's like family, right? We did it for so long for so long, just the two of us. And yeah. now we've got a, a family of like-minded dads to, to help us carry forward.
0: I don't remember what we were talking about before your connection dropped, but um, this is a a question that kind of is along the same lines of of our original topic. This comes from uh, Oren Galadi, who writes, uh, I would love if you could give some advice about managing gaming time with kids. I have a two-year-old and a five-month-old. Between the two, work and, of course, spending time with my wife, I've been finding it hard to truly dedicate time to gaming, and I miss it. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? What do you think, Adam.
2: Boy, that's, that's the, that's the number one question I think we get. Um, so for me, it isn't so much about making my, uh, my game time fit around my family, but it's more making my how... family fit around my game time,
0: <laughs> <laughs> more, how
2: more, more, how to include them in, in my ah. game time. Uh, um, no,
0: yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. I, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: And of course that means a resident evil eight has to wait till after bedtime. <laughs> right. And as you get older bedtime for me, gets a lot uh closer to my son's bedtime. <laughs> so I just <laughs> kind of like, I, I've, I've adapted to playing the kind of games that um are child appropriate and are also like engaging for my kid. I, I when I, when I was growing up, I didn't really watch a lot of TV and I didn't, this is going to sound terrible, but I didn't read a lot of books. I read a lot of games. I played those final fantasy games. And, you know, back in the day you had to read everything, but that was kind of like my pop culture was gaming. And I would, I always tell my wife, I would much rather our kids be doing some sort of problem solving and, and gaming and and learning something and um, then be sitting on the iPad, just watching YouTube. Right. Yeah. Uh so I mean I still play The Last of Us and and those kind of games at night or, or on the weekends but I've just kind of learned to adapt those two worlds together so that I don't I don't like just sitting down and playing something for me. I like playing something that everybody can kind of be involved in.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for me the answer is, is kind of what you were saying a little bit where it's like uh sleep is gone. Sleep is what <laughs> sleep is what gets sacrificed but
1: well, I think what Adam said is, and I've said this before, I think, I don't know if i said it on the show, I'm sure I have, but like for my honest to goodness mindset with parenting is never viewing it as have to and viewing it as get to. Mm-hmm. And that's not saying that there aren't hard days and difficult times and times that are frustrating and whatever, but instead of like, oh, I have to, like what you said, Adam, I'm not saying that you used the word have to, but the way I would even further try to contextualize it for myself is I don't have to play splatoon 2 or i don't have to play minecraft today it's like i get to play minecraft and share this hobby with these people i love and that i'm raising and so I, I i kind of look at it that way as like man my gaming time will often shift to be kid-friendly gaming and i try to look at that as a a joy that i get to do and so for this this question it's it's not the same as grinding out wow raids till four in the morning Mm -hmm. or whatever and your your life changes but it's what a fun new thing you get to do and experience and then my kids and my wife as well a testament to them they understand how important this hobby is to me and it's like any dad that on saturday goes and plays golf and they're gone for four and a half hours sometimes i'll be like i play mario golf (laughs) yeah i played mario golf before you know what it's like oh this game's out i've been really looking forward to it the kids know i'm really looking forward to it uh dad's gonna be in his office uh and then sometimes they'll knock and they'll be like is this a kid appropriate game like no they're like okay are you almost done yeah i'll be done at one like i said cool okay i'm slaughtering the demons of hell (laughs) i'm protecting this realm
2: (laughs) i'll tell you what the greatest thing that sucker punch ever did was uh, give you the ability to turn off blood in Ghost of Tsushima.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> My kid's like, are you tickling that guy? I'm like, I'm oh. tickling him with this sword, all right. That's
0: <laughs> so hard. Um, this mess- uh, this uh, question comes from Chauncey, who says, do you think if you didn't podcast about games and need to play something new every week, you would enjoy the hobby more or less? Are you still as passionate about games now as you were 20 years ago? Do you think you'll still be playing games in 20 years time?
1: One question, Chauncey. Yeah, you've exceeded your limit. That's (laughs) a So move on. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, Adam, what do you think? Uh, I'll
2: tackle the, the, um, am I still passionate about it? I play more games now than I probably ever have. And I'm enjoying it more now than I ever have because, um, of, of my family, uh, When I was growing up, John and I, we'd play games together, but like our mom wasn't into it and there weren't a lot of other people around us. Now I've got like a whole family of gamers. So like, it's the best, (laughs) it's the best thing in the world to see my kid get excited for a new state of play or something like that. You know, the, the, the atmosphere around gaming is even exciting to my family. Um, as far as like, do I think I would play, was it, do I think I would play as much if I didn't podcast all the time? Enjoy the hobby more or less enjoy it I mean we're not a very uh, professional organization I guess at Mega <laughs> dads so like we we play the games that we want to play I mean we cover them yeah. and we review them but we very much view it as you know this is not our main career so we
0: might as well do what we're
2: enjoying so i I don't think that's had any effect for me
0: yeah I think that I think that's a really good point that you know, there's a lot of um people that work at sites that get assigned games and maybe yeah, have to trudge through them or they wouldn't have played that normally. It's it's nice, it's a luxury that we're on a podcast where uh it is an enthusiast podcast where we talk about the games that we chose to play. Mm-hmm. Do I do I seek out new experiences more frequently than I probably would if I wasn't? So I have something to talk about every week? Absolutely. I will definitely try more things more frequently and and that leads me to pop off of stuff a little faster than I probably would, yeah, which is a bit of a bummer sometimes, but i I do value being able to try a lot of different things and relay my experiences to the audience for a, a larger variety of of games um,
1: yeah, I feel like. I mean, I'm going to say something, but then immediately become a hypocrite. So I feel like if I wasn't doing this show, I think I would maybe play games less, and I would be sad about that. Right. Like, I, I think I probably would, because a good excuse to play more stuff it really is yeah. and my family's very understanding of it and you know they know how much joy this show gives me in, in our community and i mean not able, today not but... no today is just pure <laughs> yeah. pure but
0: uh, most days most, days. most when, weeks when, when, you're when i'm not, in a different location when
1: you're, yeah it's gonna be so good when you're like thousands of yes, miles away yes. it's gonna be Way, way better. Real, real good when you find a new local co host. And <laughs> I said, angry. um So I think I'd probably play less because I wouldn't have the air quote excuse to go play games in the same way. But what makes me an immediate hypocrite is I said that my freshman year of high school when I had saved up a bunch of money and then we moved uh, from California to Texas. And my parents were like, hey, I know you've been saving this money. Uh, we want to help out. Like, what are you saving up for? And at the time, I was saving up for new skates. Or a Saturn. And I was like, well, I'm about to start high school. I should probably get the Saturn because this is going to be the last video game console I ever buy because <laughs> I'm about to be in high You're school. A I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big guy. <laughs> and then I, I, my parents, I think, gave me like 100 bucks or whatever because that Saturn was, I think, 450 or 400 bucks, something like that. So I bought the Saturn. And I'm sitting here next to my, you know, Mega SG, my PS5, my Switch, my Series. Not a
0: pair of skates in sight, man.
1: No, they are in the garage. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why I think I'd probably still be playing, but I I love it. And I don't think I'd, doing the show definitely doesn't make me like games less. Um, I'm genuinely excited every week to do this show. I'm super excited to read gaming news. I love playing new games and I probably would bounce off as quickly as I do for me, the biggest change in that isn't necessarily doing this show, but I, and I talked about this before it services like game fly. Yeah. And now something like game pass where I'm not, I don't need to play. Uh, what is it? Carnock. What was that? Super hard NES game. Carnock, the circus. Karnok, yeah. It's like, I bought this. I must beat it. Now it's like, no, I'm, I'm moving on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Screw you. Carnock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Think, is that right? Carnock. Kind i think it was that, something like that rounds? it was hard yeah
0: um yeah but as as far as like playing games in 20 years no doubt and mm-hmm. i think that because you know i always talk about how my lifetime is this lifetime of video games like yeah. you when know, mm-hmm. i was born about the time that pong was invented and uh i think we there's a perception that video games are for young people simply because there were no like we're we're aging with the the medium, yeah, and at a certain point that's just gonna go away because we will be the old people playing video games because we played them our whole life. It's like saying, oh no, old people like sports, you know <laughs> it's gonna be the same thing, yeah, and I think um, we'll
1: see different types of games, and we might I mean already like, what are the kids playing versus like these are games made for these people or like I talked about how I saw this uh, middle schooler just being super proficient at a first person shooter on their phone. Yeah. I think we'll see that, but I think already olds are already playing games they just don't consider themselves gamers but they are they're on their phones playing my, my father-in-law probably games more than i do yeah like all the time <laughs> all the time playing yeah. puzzle games all sorts of them like uh the room uh from a game like that eve to... online <laughs> yeah. you should have seen this trade war <laughs> he broke up but like the room monument valley and then also like words with friends but like that whole yeah. casual phone game um, we should get to the game. Speaking of olds playing games, we should
0: get to the games we were playing. Uh, I want to end on this one though. Uh, this is from Oh where to go. How does that couch feel? It's comfy. Yeah,
1: that it was pretty good. It's comfy.
0: I mean, this is the couch that I first sat on when I first visited you down in San Diego years ago, years ago. Yeah. Uh, where did it I-, go? I
1: kept it ever since we'll never get rid of it. That's the couch that Jeff snuffed. It sat still has my, my cheek. In it. <laughs> um,
0: it's, uh, where did where did this great there's a lot of people saying are you really leaving uh yes the really s- the
1: state and if i get my way also the podcast
0: <laughs> Whoa. i, I will can't christian was like i'll do it by myself i, I promise i'll do it by myself I'm i
1: already like, have the no episode, way. I, I already have the episode recorded it was really good oh man uh, <laughs> adam and i had a great talk it was really good is this uh, an audition the, the, <laughs> uh
0: Espen Tangin on Twitter says, what's your game of the year so far? Adam. Oh,
2: that's hard. Um, Gosh, that's hard. I, I would probably say ratchet and clank.
0: Mm, um, good game. Good pick.
2: I, I, I found that I just kind of, I tweeted about this the other day that over the next few weeks, I feel like a lot of my favorite games from last year are getting second chances uh i'm playing final fantasy 7 remake the ghost of tsushima uh uh-huh. director's cut's coming out uh pistol whip is getting a new campaign next oh, week
0: wild west one i'm looking yeah. to it so much
2: looks and, awesome and there was something else too and i was like man you know there's not a lot of i mean i'm a, I'm a huge playstation guy uh, and there's not a lot of live is also huge so it's <laughs> yes thing. it is yes it is and <laughs> and while there hasn't been a lot of like new titles i feel like Oh, Avengers was the other one uh, with Black Panther. Um, but I feel like I'm revisiting a lot of my old favorite games from last year. But this year, I'd say it's probably Ratchet and Clank. That was that was quite a game. Very polished. Very
1: fun. Yeah. I mean, it's Forza Horizon 5. I haven't played it yet. <laughs> but- <laughs> 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 <So> far- <laughs> Do you see that dev diary about the biomes and everything? That looks so good. Like, There's no way. There's no way. There's no way that game's going to miss. There's no way. I think you're right. There's no way it's going to miss, but it hasn't
0: come out yet. So it doesn't answer the question. Games
1: I've played as I'm looking at my list and I kind of keep going. uh, It's tied for two and Ratchet and Clank is very close, but it just isn't quite there. It might actually move up higher by the end of the year, Um, but right now it would be before your eyes, Mm, which just wrecked me. Really good game. And then Hitman three. I think Hitman Mm -hmm. Uh three was such a breath of fresh air at the beginning of the year it was fun. I mean, the pandemic was heavy yeah. then.
0: It's going to be one of those games that people forget about at the end of the year, isn't it?
1: I think they will. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because I think it, one, was a beautiful end to that trilogy. and But it also was welcoming to new players. Like, it brought you in with the, the oh, second totally. level. And, it made me realize I like that franchise. <laughs> yeah. And I think like, I think a lot of people did that. It had wonderful, uh, you know, on every console kind of not actual ray trace, but that type of reflection effects. Um, it played well on pretty much everything yeah it's just a phenomenal and, and still like seeing like kind of funnies mm-hmm. levels come out um yeah. really incredible uh, package Spawn and, on me stuff and it just it's a game that keeps yeah. giving
0: yeah that's a great pick and i th- i do think it's going to be one of those that if it had came out later in the year would be on a lot of people's end of the year list and maybe we'll be on fewer of them just because of where it came out that's yeah it. yeah um mine is not close it's it takes two um mm, I,
1: that is, I still have i will to be surprised
0: that. if any game beats that for uh, it's it's one of the best games i have ever played dang it's incredible dang um but i will say uh, uh my second place right now i think is gordian quest huh. which is so much my jam i loved that game oh i'm still playing it too it's it's great um but it takes two by far all right um, let's talk about some other new stuff that we've been playing in a segment we call
1: The Playlist. Ooh, what you playing this week? Tell us! I'm, 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 uh, th- th- you'll hear the real bumper. You already heard the real bumper. You heard it. You heard it. You heard it. So okay, okay, Sounded Adam, great. Yeah.
0: Mm. <laughs> I think all three <laughs> of us have this week played uh, the beta. I guess it's officially the beta of back for blood mm-hmm. the uh left for dead devs spiritual successor to that game um i'll let you start what's been your experience how much have you played are you digging it did you like left for dead uh what is your experience with back for blood i have a very unique
2: spin on this game because i have a lot of left for dead history a lot mm-hmm. um this was the game. My my wife is not a big uh, uh, player of video games at all. The last
1: time I saw my dad, my granddad, and my great granddad, they all looked at me and said, "I'll be right back, son. I'm just going to go play some Left for Dead." <laughs> I never That's... saw them after that. A lot of baggage, right? <laughs> a lot of baggage. They went uh, of the woods. They never came back. They thought they were going to squat put, up. They put the left and left for dead. <laughs> oh no. I just meant they didn't make it to the helicopter, Uh, Jeff. Sorry, I don't know what you're saying. (laughs) Go ahead. Sorry, Adam. No, I'm crying. Um,
2: This was the game that my wife and I played split screen on our couch with John and his wife split screen on their couch.
0: Amazing. A double date
2: with zombies. And we (laughs) would obsess over this game. We would text each other. Uh, during the day, which campaign are we going to do when we get home tonight? It was like, this is obviously pre-kids, right? (laughs) Where we could actually set up getting online and playing games with people. But countless hours, countless hours to Left 4 Dead. So with Back 4 Blood, when this finally was announced, I was doing backflips. I was going out of my mind, uh, telling my wife she's super excited about it. And I, Wait, I, you were
1: telling your wife that she's excited about it. You, Can't she you form will,
2: her You will enjoy this game.
1: <laughs> They're making Listen a new to one. Me. You, you like it. <laughs> You're gonna like it. Um,
2: and so, for me, as great as this game is, I am extremely bummed that there's not going to be any split screen. Which is like, mm, it's yeah. what it's what that when I think of Left for Dead, that's what I think of. That's the experience, right? Yeah. Um, completely. So that being said, I, I really do enjoy back for blood. It, it plays, it just, it just feels so familiar. It's like revisiting Uh an old friend. Um, there are, there are some differences to the formula that kind of, it's not complicated by itself, but when compared to the simplicity of left for dead, I'm not really sure how I feel about like buying upgrades
0: well, the card system, right? It's the, a huge the card system. Huge difference is is how they've added variety to what you're going to be dealing with and how yeah. you are going to be dealing with it, based on this card system, which I, I, I was a little resistant to when I first started playing the the beta. But man, I I kind of warmed to it a lot. I think it's yeah. a really clever way to add a lot of unpredictability and randomization to a game that's designed to be played over and over and over again.
2: Yeah, it kind of takes that whole, like Left 4 Dead was famous for its director, where the game yes. would adapt and and remap the levels and the enemy waves and all this stuff based on what you were doing and how you were doing things. Yeah, and, and um, so now
0: it feels like that director is more it's more open to you, You're, you have more information about it, because the director, mm-hmm. it's not called the director this time, but the, whatever, the AI is like playing cards against you mm-hmm. and you see the cards it's playing and sometimes those seem to be i don't know how i don't know how react reactive it is to what you're doing but they do seem like a direct response sometimes to the cards that <laughs> i and my team are selecting you know what i mean yeah i don't know maybe it's my imagination but
1: well i think yeah i mean i think a lot of those cards are and some of them have they, they kind of remind me of stuff that you'll see in rogue type games to some extent where it's like yeah. The push—it's like this will give you a perk, but also it's gonna hurt you, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and kind of how that does counterbalance the other perks that you have selected. What I think is interesting about the card system is just that it's called cards and it's not called perks because I feel like I'm not right to me. Card involves me playing it in a sense, and I feel yeah. like in Back for Blood, I'm I'm not like the first card in your deck auto plays, and then you get to pick one other one to air quote play while you're playing right and then your teammates get to pick one but they're kind of just perks i'm not sure well shuffling no i my think that the
0: metaphor extends to being decks and i think you want to you want to cr- like craft decks like to, across
1: your team or whatever.
0: across your team yeah so basically it's it's like a way to almost make a class mm. like your the deck you can craft a deck that's like a really strong healer deck or like a really strong sniper deck or something mm-hmm. and so if you want to if you want to build out your team in a very specific way, you want to like use these decks, and you'll have you won't just have you know um, cards that you use. Like the, the, when I first started playing it, I, I was like, "Well, I'm going to pick the things that make the most sense." Like, yeah, more stamina, yeah, more right. health. Like, but but then you started to realize, oh, if I craft a very specific play style through this deck, it actually lets me specialize. Mm. In a more specific way and i think i think that's kind of what they intend with it where you're Mm. actually like building a a deck like you would like in magic or something and go okay i'm playing green and that has a very specific play style and so that's informing your first person shooter experience too
1: yeah adam did you play the earlier um closed beta
0: no this is my
2: first exposure to the game Um, same for you right jeff did you play? Yeah, the no, I one? didn't.
0: I haven't played played it the first time this this last week.
1: This one seems, I think, head and shoulders above the earlier one in terms of polish. Like the first one, the first beta didn't have like this village, the starting well, village. Wasn't the
0: first one an alpha?
1: Probably, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. It was. So I
0: think it's uh, it has a lot more features in it.
1: Well, I think that was the closed beta, and now technically oh. this is the open beta. But we're playing in the early access period of the open right. beta. Well, I think
0: it just opened up to anybody that pre ordered. Yeah, and I think yeah. it then
1: opens to everybody. Everybody probably around, when you're listening to this, I think it's yeah. like around the 10th or something like that. Um, but yeah, it, it you just kind of started. You'd pick like your mission and go. And I I like the sense of place that having your your hub world and going and talking and talking to NPCs to get yeah. cards. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I also like the ability to go and train. And like yeah. I, I really I like that in Halo Infinite as well. Just the limited amount of armory time to kind of get familiar with weapons. So I feel like that helps separate back for blood from left for dead even more because left for dead was pick the movie poster go. And this is now trying to give it a a feeling of place where it's just actual thing has happened. And it kind of reminds me of, um, oh gosh, what was Zack Snyder's Netflix movie? Um, the heist one. Yeah. The dead heist movie, whatever, but like the way that they had this place (laughs) that they were going out like a safe zone that then they would venture into the danger zone. Uh, highway, kind of reminded me of that um i i think that plays better T- to me i think the two biggest knocks this game still has going against it are one and adam you kind of touched on this at least what i was hearing is like i know this is made by this the devs that did left for dead and all that stuff but this game is competing with my memories yes of left for dead
0: exactly yeah it's but, not even competing with left for dead it's competing with your memories of my Le- it,
1: and it's unfair <laughs> it is totally unfair yeah but left for dead one and two were wholly original mm. i mean two obviously was derivative of one <laughs> but like <laughs> when they came out or this new thing and the right. idea of the director and the way it felt And I, I was playing with my brothers we played online but like we'd play the same that the airport one over and we'd be like, Oh, mm-hmm. there's a witch here now.
0: My favorite was the concert one. Oh, I think yes. there's two, right? Yes. Yeah, those two. Yeah, So good.
1: So, and just that feeling in that time when those games came out. And so it's competing with that, my memory of it, which has only gotten better, <laughs> you know, over the years of this fondness <laughs> of like, Oh, my brothers and I could play this game together. And then the other thing that it's competing with is that back for blood feels very much like left for dead which is maybe good, but for my memories of left for dead are 10 out of 10. Right. Uh, and I feel like gaming has moved from that. It, it, and, right. and I, and I feel like, again, it's an unfair burden that I'm, I'm like, well, I'm glad this plays like this other thing I loved, but it's not as good as my memory of it. And it doesn't feel as modern as some other shooters that I'm engaging in where I don't know. I, I ran through whatever that the first eight chapters or whatever was a thing. And I was just like, okay. It would be different, <laughs> I think, if the three of us got together to play, but like in that moment, I was like, I have a lot of dailies I need to get to in other games
2: that have I, I their to me in a way. That's a really interesting way to put it is, of how it is competing with your memory of a game. <laughs> and I don't I don't even know if I would say that is unfair because they clearly want you to tap into that nostalgia vein, right? I mean, the the title of the game itself, yeah. <laughs> it's right. like, hey, wink, wink, you remember this, right? <laughs> um, so they, so ev- it's exactly what you said. As I'm playing, I'm mining those memories. Okay, well, this is different from what you did before, and this special infected is is similar but different than what you did before, and it is impossible for this game to live outside of Left for Dead's Shadow, which is both beneficial to the game because they're going to sell, you know, based on recognition alone, but it's also a challenge because how can you live up to <laughs> memories of when, you know, you were 15 years younger, 20 years younger, however long it's been.
1: <laughs> uh, five years, Adam. That's five years Five ago. years, that right. Exactly. Yeah. Though That said, uh, I... I I do really like the pacing of this game Mm -hmm. and then, and I haven't played it on the hardest difficulty, but I bumped it up to like the next one up, whatever that is. And back for blood feels slower than left for dead left for dead. For me, a lot of times I felt like we would get into some hairy situations and then just, you could run, maybe have one person in the back trying to clean up your mess. And unless you encountered a witch or something that really threw you off, you could speed through these levels and Mm -hmm. the pace and plotting of back for blood so far feel slower and more methodical and i liked Mm. going into rooms and clearing them maybe i'm not familiar with the map i
0: think the um that the whole like birds will alert your presence thing kind of rewards being a little slower and not as reckless and not as like let's just go 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 crazy 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 time like and i like how the enemy cards can be like if you mess up with don't don't mess up any birds if you mess up with birds it's gonna get (laughs) real bad real fast i like i i think there's there's really cool variety that It introduces that way and it does kind of reward real team play as i mean the first games rewarded team play in the sense that you needed to look out for each other to get everybody through
1: and the bots weren't that good
0: right (laughs) but (laughs) i but i feel like this one the team play is a little bit even just a one layer deeper in the sense of there are these extraneous goals that you really do have to work together to achieve if you want to and tangible rewards that leads you to be able to buy new stuff and get new cool things like that's, I don't know. I like that structure that's layered on top of it. It adds, it adds nuance, which I don't think the first games really had much of.
1: Yeah. I also, also, uh, sorry, go ahead, Christian. I was gonna say, I just I just love game pass. I mean like, (laughs) yeah. uh, Sponsor us. Um, It's day and date on game pass. There's no way that I won't text people when it launches in full and say, everybody you have this let's do you want to play mm-hmm. what is it like it's like for dead like like left for dead oh i love that game great let's play yeah and i think that's going to help the game a lot i don't know the longevity of it but i think it's going to help it's kind of like the ascent i don't know if i would have had friends you know played that with jordan uh this past week as well because he was like i have this is it good i'm like let's play yeah you don't need there's this is what we're doing tonight let's play but the
0: thing that i found so cool about back For blood is how instantly fun it was it yeah. was instantly fun and and there's a lot of games that aren't like that. There's a lot of games that aren't instantly fun. <laughs> you're like, well, it gets better if you get a couple hours in. And it, I was just, I honestly, I don't think I was looking forward to it as much as either of you guys. Uh, because it just felt a little redundant to me, even yep. though that experience is that many years old. Um, and I was like, ah, zombies. And so it's all played out. I just, I'm not, I'll, I'll, you know, obviously going to try it. But And then immediately I was having fun. I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. This is really fun.
1: So I don't yeah. know it's i mean it's real good i think i said like the the beta goes open here very soon if it's not already uh which i love i love betas i think i talked about this around outriders but i love honest to goodness open betas for people to come in and play this game and see if it clicks with them you know if you don't have game pass or whatever i love that i think it's going to click with a lot of people because it it feels it feels good well adam you are the
0: I think the biggest Left 4 Dead fan. Do you still feel like it the shadow of that game looms a little bit too much over Back for Blood for for you to think as highly of it? I mean,
2: I'm 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 all in on the game. I'm definitely going to be getting it. I I love the um I love the promise of the forecast for this game where they're going to con- I think they've said they're going to use Back for Blood as like a you know like a rock band. They're just going to keep adding to it, right? They're just going to yeah. keep populating more quests and 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 flushing it out or whatever um the fun for me and how i ultimately end up feeling about this game i think is going to be um how that communal experience is Uh, Mm -hmm. i really hope they add that split screen so it can go back to you know sitting on the couch with my wife uh in the meantime it'll be me and my brother playing and it's really gonna it's gonna have its work cut out for it to to overtake those fond memories of left for dead but that's You know, I'm here
0: for it. I have a solution. What you do is you ask your wife to move out.
1: (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Move to Colorado. I I will attest that maybe the same thing is true of video games now. I used to always podcast in the same room way back in the day when podcasts were a newer thing. It's way harder now to have us in the same room. It's way easier to just do it on the internet. You say, honey, I think
0: for us to have the most fun, you need to get your own place.
1: Or wait, wait, why don't the Adams get another TV, put it next to your other TV, and to pretend it's a split screen. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's it's funny because I was down here in my office playing on I played it on the PC and the beta, and my wife comes in and she's like well, what if I just play upstairs on the TV and you sit down here? (laughs) There you go.
1: Boom, boom. I'm like, wow, Um, thanks, thanks, (laughs) hon. Can we get a babysitter tonight? Sure. Where are you guys going to be? I'll be downstairs. She'll be upstairs. (laughs) You're with the kids. (laughs) Yeah, you go to a restaurant or something with the kids. Go go, go do something. We're busy. (laughs) Uh,
0: You also are, I guess, are in another beta that I'm very anxious to hear about because I was excited about this one too. I haven't had a chance to try it. The Rocksmith, what is it? Rocksmith Plus? Rocksmith Plus, yeah. Yeah.
2: So another game that I really love is Rock Band, right? Um, mm-hmm. Old, I'm old, remember? Uh, <laughs> and this was like the highlight of the Ubisoft E3 press conference for me was this Rocksmith Plus. I mm. have been saying throughout the pandemic that as soon as everybody gets their act together and we can interact as a society again, I would really like to take lessons. I've got three guitars. I play, but I'm not as good as I want to be, Right. Yeah, and I this, mean, if you had one more guitar, you'd probably be a little better. I get, you know, <laughs> right? What am I doing buying more guitars when I clearly <laughs> should just be investing in some lessons? Uh, no, but I play acoustic rhythm, and I always wanted to learn to play lead. Yeah. Um, and this game is—I use "game" loosely because it's—it's it's more like a a gamified tutor. It's an educational experience that gamifies learning to play guitar um the beta was uh you 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 sync up your phone to the to the game and it acts as your microphone because there is no instrument controller it is your actual instrument so you can can
1: play acoustic the first one i don't think you could do acoustic right no i didn't didn't have that
0: way to use any you you could uh, actually attach something to your yeah. To, to your, um, electrical, like a, like, plug like in a or pass through. Right. And, huh?
2: and I think they still have that option. Um, but they do have this download the app and it will be your, your microphone. And I was very ready for that to, to not work at all, but it, <laughs> but it actually, it actually works first in the game has you do is it, you tune up, um, and it's up on the screen. It's up on the display. You tune your guitar. It, worked perfectly. And then it just listens to you play. You select a song and you select um, a, a, a challenge, but it's a challenge level based on what your skill is as a guitar player. And I, I started at way easy. And, and I found that the challenge in playing on easy is in your brain, you know, you're supposed to be like strumming a lot more than the game is telling you to, right? And so you're trying to overplay, Mm. but the game just wants you to hit, hit this note, then wait, then hit this note, then wait. And I felt like, no, this is way too slow, right? This is, (laughs) this is not working out for me. So I jacked up the difficulty level and was immediately humbled by (laughs) how little I know, um, about actually playing guitar, but it it, it (laughs) operates, it operates much in the same way as a guitar hero or a rock band. There's a, there's a note highway. Um, but you're working all the way up and down the neck of your guitar on the fretboard. And boy, oh boy, I realized very quickly that I'm not as good as I thought I was, but also it made me want to play this game more because I felt yeah. like I was actually achieving something. You know, you learn to play Freebird and Rock Band 2. What's that going to get you when you're done with the
1: game? Yeah. Nothing right i mean i got uh, on ellen for it when i was 11 <laughs> and i played uh <laughs> is it showing notes or is it showing tabs like how is it it how is it te- i mean you seem more advanced than you know i would be playing this game like do you think it could actually teach from go like from i've zero. never held a guitar before yeah. the game also has tutorials where they will
2: just show you there'll be a like a live instructor not live but like a recorded instructor an actual person with a guitar and they'll teach you how to do a power chord or they'll Mm. teach you how to finger pick um and they built this into the game so you can either go into the song catalog or you can do actual guitar sessions tutorial sessions which is super cool again it's not much of like a a game game but but it's a it's a great online
0: uh, video game style tutor, right? And you're right on your PC. I'm I'm into this, man. I I'm a little intimidated by the there's like a monthly fee, right? It's not a, it's yeah. a subscription. Yeah. Yeah. So the the interesting thing for me is
2: like, okay, so if I'm gonna be on board with with Rocksmith Plus, it's kind of cool that like the game is a subscription, so I could be down here in my office on my PC. And then maybe I wanna bring the guitar upstairs and show my wife how I'm doing. So then I go up and I log in on my PS5, right? Mm, I think that's yeah. kinda neat. That's but cool. yeah, the uh the subscription fee, that's I'm gonna wanna see what the full version of this game looks like before I commit to actually doing it. The song catalog in the beta was
0: not very broad. Um, that was my next question. Yeah. Because that's <laughs> what you want. It's like I want to learn cool songs.
1: Yeah, like almost any yeah, think of a song. Oh yeah, it ha- like I wanna mm-hmm. be more often than not pleased to find it there than yeah. like, oh, I guess I will learn this Creed it's... song again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, and it's and it's interesting because like the first thing I did is I was scrubbing through the, uh, the catalog and I'm like, oh, there's not a lot on here. And I started to play the game and I found myself, unlike a rock band, spending like an hour on a song. So it isn't even so much because you know you're learning it, and then you're increasing right. your challenge level, and then the game will listen to you play, and it'll say, "Hey, you struggled on this section. Do you want to practice it at half the speed?" Right. So I spent a lot of time on a little bit of a little bit of the catalog, but you you still want those options, right? Yeah. It's not, it's not like you want to play everything, but you want the option to find your song that you actually want to learn. So I don't know. I, I, I walked away with it. Very um, surprised at how effective it was. Uh, very hopeful that it'll actually teach me to be a better guitar player. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: But yeah, it's, it, was, it was an interesting time for sure. The, the app alone seems like a, a clear win where you can just like, I can sit down by myself with any instrument, mm-hmm. you know, any, any guitar I happen to have and practice. And the game listens and knows what I'm doing right and wrong. It's, yeah. it's, and it's so interesting because it it calibrates and
2: it says, okay, we're we're listening to your room, so be quiet, so we know where to how to noise gate everything, right, so that it can effectively hear when you're actually playing. So if you have background noise like an air conditioner or whatever, <laughs> it'll it'll know, it'll know it's it'll know it's right. Yeah, for me, that's probably it. It'll know what's going on back there and adjust accordingly. It your solo came
1: well. in. Your solo came in too early. Yeah, please. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Please hold off on your rock star whale. I'm like, that's my daughter.
2: That's not not drumming. That's my kid stomping on the ceiling.
1: I wonder if the fact that people will make the mental association of it being a game. I know Rocksmith has existed before, and it also was more of a learning tool than rock band. But like you mentioned, Adam, it's like, yeah, it, it takes you longer to actually learn a song in real life than for me to go, Okay, I can't do this uh, Weezer song on expert in Rock Band, but I've perfected hard. Woohoo. Yeah. You know, next song, like I wonder if people will be like, "Oh, this is this is a game. I should be moving on" mm-hmm. instead of like, See? "No, no, no. You need to learn how to take this acoustic guitar to the dorms and impress all the co eds Like that's the <laughs> you got to you got to really learn it,
2: not yeah. complete the level. Well, and that's the other thing is like all of those music rhythm games were party games, right? Like yeah, even yeah. if you weren't playing, you were in a room watching somebody just shred on a guitar solo. And this is very much not that. You're not going right. to bust Rocksmith Plus out <laughs> in front of your buddies who are all drinking. Hold on, guys. I'm trying to learn bridge over troubled water. you
1: want to come over, I'm working on the yeah. middle part.
0: <laughs> Check out how this app really listens to how I play. Yeah, it's definitely not that. <laughs> uh christian spicer what has been on your playlist other than back for blood i can't say it any other way than back for blood
1: for blood yeah. uh more death's door mm, which i don't so have good i don't have anything new to talk about i haven't finished it but it might have been my game of the year so far except you I, didn't think of it at the time no 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 i haven't that. finished it Uh, ah. like have have if i wrap that up and it maintains the clip it's going at I think it's going to be really high on my, yeah. my end of the year list. Um, and the other game I've been playing, Jeff, I can't, I can't talk about. All right. I've been a lot of time way. on a game I can't talk about.
0: Fine. I don't I I didn't even, want to hear about it anyway. I
1: feel bad for having the blinds in my room open right now. <laughs> oh, that's an inside joke for only for, for, for literally you. the people that are well, inside not, this not even, room. Not even for you. Yeah, not even, um, <laughs> yeah, just for the people in this room. I
0: want to talk a little bit about um, Neo, the world ends with you which that's is a the matrix a terrible that's what they told them. terrible that's what they title. told neo the world ends with you is a great title neo the world ends with you yeah, it's neo you save the world like that's no, what lawrence fishburne kept neo, saying the, the whole world time ends with you yeah it's not a message to neo it's not a
1: <laughs> no it is neo certified comma, letter the world ends with you and it's like Dear oh neo, man <laughs> i got bad news Carrie <laughs> um, moss thought she'd fall in love with you she didn't the world ends with you
0: <laughs> uh no, uh, the world ends with you is a game. It's another game that's what fifteen years old, I think. Yeah, I, almost exactly. DS, something like that, right? DS game, like two thousand seven, eight, something like that. The world ends with you. I would look it up. I have no computer in front of me. I'm winging it.
1: <laughs> I mean, he's lying. He's actually sitting next to an iPad, his phone, sitting and next a to an Chromebook iPad that's off and he's over there next in the to multiple devices. But he looks very comfortable, lounged back. Home. I am very comfortable in this room. Couch podcasting is very different than computer desk chair podcasting. Oh,
0: dude, <laughs> so different.
1: <laughs> You he can just tell based in. on
0: our, oh yeah, you can tell based on a complete lack of professionalism. Um, this episode is mostly garbage, I'm, other no. than everything Adam brought <laughs> to it. Adam, Adam, Adam raised it up for us. Thank Adam God. Adam is the
1: best, and he's here, and I am glad he's been on numerous times because typically when guests come on, this is some, how the sausage gets made. Most guests will be like, especially when it's their first time, they're like, "Wow, you guys are really." professional. This yeah. is all really prepared. This was We do awesome. get that a lot. Super smooth. Thank you so much. And not this week. Not this week, but Adam no. knows for real. Yeah.
2: <laughs> saying, but you, re- you do realize that next time I'm on, I'm going to expect this level of nonsense because <laughs> I am having the time <laughs> of my life.
1: <laughs> next time we come, it's going to be very straight. Like, well, we have still more blizzard news Uh, i'm
0: gonna i'm gonna need in order to get adam on i'm gonna need to fly back to california (laughs) in your office um anyway neo the world ends with you i loved the world ends with you on ds it was one of my favorite ds games uh and just side note
1: square enix rpg and felt very different than what super different. I mean, it was set, it
0: it had an anime visual style, but set Tokyo. Yeah. Set now. Right. I, I, I have always been a sucker for layering on the RPG systems, but in a contemporary setting, I think that's super cool where, you know, and world ends with you did it in a really cool way where it's like fashion. You know, if you're in a fantasy RPG and you get a new breastplate or, you know, you get, you get a cool, uh, bracers or you know it's going to give you a plus two to strength or it's going to give you 40 more hp or whatever they did that stuff but because it looks so cool on you yeah you know like your your world ends with you designer jeans give you awesome stats and your (laughs) cool new scarf you know it's it was i loved it i thought it was such a novel take on it And all the designer stuff had like you know fake designer names and it yeah the different designs had. You know, different categories of stat increases. And it it was cool. And it was, like, built all around the Shibuya district in in Tokyo, which is, like, this very high-end marketplace, chic, you know, cool fashion forward, all that stuff. So just from a meta level of the the concept I was in on The World Ends With You, but also the game is super fun. And as I was saying, side note, I think the DS is hugely underrated Hmm. as as a console. The DS had some of the most innovative, original, awesome games ever. And the use of the dual screens and the way that the bottom screen was touch screen but was still the main screen. Nintendo I'm convinced Nintendo did not understand what made the DS special when they made the 3DS.
1: Right, you talked about that cuz where they put the 3D they literally couldn't have replicate those
0: yes, DS games. Yes. They broke the formula. The formula was the main screen is the touch screen yeah. and the top screen is for ancillary stuff. And so you're interacting on a touch screen with the stylus on the D and so it made for these really cool, really innovative. I mean, I could go on and on and on, but, but like, um, Oh, what's the, uh, rhythm touch rhythm game. Oh, um, elite beat agents. Agents. Great example of it, but there's a million games that were so cool. Anyway, one of those games was the world ends with you. And what, what I liked about it was the combat system had you doing all these crazy yeah, touchscreen? it was awesome yeah it was so different and so cool well of course neo the world ends with you by virtue of the fact that it is on mainstream consoles now it's, is it
1: is it just switch
0: uh i played it on switch i think it's also on pc i want to say it might be on something else anyway i played up. it I'll on switch it i don't know yeah but switch of course single screen you know, it does have touch, but they don't use it. The, the touch in this game—it's a very conventional mm. uh, console game where you're using twin sticks and buttons and stuff. And so, all of that unique, special stuff that had uh, was the combat system from the world That's with you—is is basically abandoned.
1: Yeah, Switch, PS4, and then later Windows. Yeah, it's just like a—it's a regular game. Yeah, PS4. Yeah, so that's a bit of a bummer
0: because. I know there were folks that didn't like the touchscreen stuff from the Orleans with you, but I was not one of them. I thought it was really what made the game really special and different. Um, but it retains a lot of the fiction. It retains that, you know, the style stuff and the contemporary setting. And it's, it's about a bunch of kids that realize the world, like there's this layer of the world that there there's this game being played and they get sucked into the game. It's the fiction's still cool. And I love the aesthetics of Neo the world ends with you uh beautifully animated big chunky images the the way the dialogue comes up on the screen the sort of comic book style that everything is presented in is very attractive i really dig that the camera angles that the game chooses are bizarre and they force you into stuff you don't have control on the second stick of the camera all the time Mm -hmm. almost never uh and oftentimes the the camera will be like this crazy low angle that's just disorienting or you'll have to run directly at the camera in order to get where you're going on the map even where it says like go to this point on the map like
1: tank controls like
0: no it's just fixed cameras angles and so you know how like you'll you know in crash bandicoot where you have to run at the screen (laughs) like it's that yeah It, it makes no sense it's understand that they're trying to be stylized uh but i think it's self-defeating honestly anyway there's a lot to like about the game uh i think it's cool it retains the sort of pin you, like you get these pins that give you powers and you are still part of what made it so dynamic and crazy on the ds was that you're controlling four characters at once yeah your whole party yeah but you're doing them all at the same time and you're tapping all this stuff on the yeah. with stylus it was really cool and different you're still controlling four characters at once, ostensibly, but now you're just sort of button mashing, and uh, it's it's got a full, um, you know, later fan of fantasy esque action RPG uh, control scheme where mm. you're like doing combos, and and you can mm. still you know trigger other party members to do combos, and there's some timing stuff that unlocks that's clever and adds a little more sophistication to it, but it doesn't even remotely get to as fun in my opinion as the original game was so it's a mixed bag it it wasn't the like oh my god they're making another one of these feeling that i was looking for a hundred percent like 70 percent. you know it was like oh it's still cool i i like i like the fiction of this series i like the i like the aesthetics it's 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 a slick neat uh franchise but it's sadly missing what made it so special for me and why I really... I mean, I, I didn't go back and look at my old review of that game from the Totally Rad show, but I remember going gaga over it at the time. I just thought it was so neat.
1: Yeah, I feel like... Uh, and I have not played this new one at all. Um, and I know they tried to make sequels for a while. I think a bunch of sequels went through some development you know, problems. Um, but I was hopeful when the first game came out on DS, it was like, oh, this is... Now, similar to Persona, like Square had yeah. kind of had the bread and butter mm-hmm. of the hero fantasy, I mean Final Fantasy, which had obviously shifted genres or a time periods over the over the years of those games. But um, yeah, that it's weird. I, this game Neo just totally fell off my radar, and I think it has just been so long. And Persona Four and Five were, bo- I never finished Five, but I played Four uh a lot. Um, but it's like that filled the void, even though we are very different, yeah. but it kind of like, it's not yeah. future Tokyo. It's not, it's kind of current time, but it's like kids and like very yeah. stylized with like the cool text and stuff Yeah. Like and that. it
0: was still like the world as you know, it is not the real world yeah. thing. Yeah. It kinda, yeah. I kind of,
1: I kind of got my fix from
0: it. Yeah. I definitely see the overlap there. Um, you know, I was never a big persona guy despite trying really hard to like it. Um, but for some reason, that first World Dance with You, man, I was, I was, I just dug that game a lot.
1: Well, I feel like, and Adam, I'm curious, kind of your, you know, I don't even know what's a JRPG anymore because uh, <laughs> it's just like, whatever. But like, yeah. we'll use a traditional JRPG. I, I feel like I, I, I'm not the biggest consumer of JRPG games. I've played a lot over mm-hmm. the years, but I am by no means, you know, running the, the JRPG fan site. But I think there's a window there. Where we got a bunch of different, wildly different um, combat types. And yeah. people were trying to figure that stuff out. And tactics was, you know, a thing that was maybe going to become mainline. And like, mm, right. even like for Axis like, became, or, or what is it for? Uh, Axis. Yeah, but what that's genre of game. Um, oh, like the um, Fire Emblem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the Fire Emblem or um, uh, Valkyrie um Oh yeah, yeah. And like that was, and then it's like you had world ends with you, and that was very different. And then like Final Fantasy, kind of air quote more traditional, but even that different with like nine and ten. Well, it and felt like I there
0: like- was this. I think what you're describing is this: there's this period of time where, for a long time, GRPGs were all this term based, very specific style, and then there was this Western influence of everything being action and yeah. real time, and there was a transition period where they were like. Do we go full action, <laughs>
1: yeah. like real time,
0: is or is there some kind of weird place in between? And that's kind of like the the Valkyrie. Um, what's that game called?
1: Yeah, I, for, Sun- uh, t- I don't remember.
0: Uh, something Valkyrie. Uh, yeah, so- Chronicles. Valkyrie. Valkyrie Valkyria, Valkyria Chronicles. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, what yeah, it, is. it is. Valkyria Chronicles. Thank Vita. you. Um, Valkyria Chronicles, which is like kind of real time, but still a ton of turn-based. <laughs> and and I think there was this weird transition period, and then square with final fantasy they're like nah it's basically fully action combat you know like Mm -hmm. kingdom hearts style just a full action combat game
1: yeah Yeah. and now we're seeing people maybe re-exploring like with um uh octopath and stuff like that yeah but I, i i guess what i miss is that maybe it was just like a few years there of like so so different they were still all called jrpgs just because we were dumb and didn't know how to categorize them yeah. but still wildly different yeah and now i feel like it's either yeah going more toward in final fantasy 7 remake which is a, a wonderful game but like that real-time combat or throwback yeah and i kind of miss that excitement of what's this game going to be and someone who's a big jrpg fan will probably email us and say i've missed all these other examples <laughs> probably true yeah i feel like there was that window there of like the mainstream jrpg you had i i don't want to project i had no idea what it would be <laughs> right yeah it was fun
0: anyway neo the world ends with you uh you not not the home run i was hoping for but still it's still got a lot of charm and, and i think a pretty cool switch game um anyway this big sprawling mess of an episode <laughs> is coming to an end uh i think we're gonna do parting gifts still on the way out but Adam Leonard, thanks you so much for being here. It's always a pleasure talking to you. And I have to doubly thank you this week for putting up with the absolute unprofessionalism that we have uh, exhibited. I'm so glad that I could be here to
2: drag you guys down to my level. <laughs> this, was, this was absolutely the best uh, podcast guest it's, spot it's, uh, I've ever done for sure.
0: Well, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, tell folks where they can uh, find out about you and the things that you make online.
2: Yeah, I am one small ingredient in the Mega Dads buffet. You can find everything we do at megadads.org. I'm going to be a little bit selfish and direct you to youtube.com slash megadads. This year, I have put all, almost all of my focus into creating interesting and funny and ludicrous content over there. We do everything. We have a cooking show. We have a show dedicated to me remixing video game music. Um, I try to do a little bit of everything, and you can find it at youtube.com
1: slash megadads.
0: Awesome. Christian Spicer, what about you?
1: I mean, this is this talking about selfish. Um, if in the beginning part of this week, you just have like a little bit in the back of your head, and you can go like, you know what? I'm going to send some tiny positive vibes Christian's way. I'll take them because there's a chance that I have an opportunity to do something that would be a gosh darn dream if it happens.
0: Take over the show for me.
1: Well, that has <laughs> happened and it was good. It was really good. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, no, but th- what I'm doing this week is hopefully I'll get to tell you all about it later. Uh, I'll send you good vibes. Sending
0: you good vibes. You don't have to. Don't jinx anything. Just
1: like, you know, just, send you good just, vibes. Just chillax, bro. Yeah, baby. And then also my kids go back to school. So I'm also living in just like dread. I don't know. Yeah. scary. Get vaccinated get vaccinated seriously because my kids can't man anyway we've had a fun show i'm not going to start this but yeah, yeah i don't know it's a week dude what are you doing this week? also Jeff? i will say here at the
0: end you already if you were offended you already you're uh, here you already stopped <laughs> listening but i will say at, at no point were we trying to make light of any of the blizzard activist stuff at the beginning of the show and the no. fact that we avoided talking about it isn't because we wanted to avoid talking about it for any we talked about it for the last two weeks and it just this week was a little wacky. we weren't going to give it the uh gravitas and uh respect that it was due, so
1: that's why we didn't and talk about it it will come back and I will believe me, I will be talking about that legal case as it continues yeah. uh when we can yeah give it the time and energy it deserves, yeah.
0: Uh, as for me, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Jeff Canata, which is spelled two N's and one T. I have, uh, other shows that I'm also leaving town, but probably <laughs> won't be doing this disorganized day. Farewell. Uh, I'm just not on shows this week is what it is. Oh, I feel special. Then. Yeah. This you're the special. One. Thank you. Other people didn't have houses that I needed to visit. Although Carboni, <laughs> it was like, well, when are you coming by? I'm like, ah, it's no time. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make it. It didn't happen. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, I feel bad for him, but I will say this. Here's a tease. Um, so I do the slash film cast, which the is not what? called that anymore. Yeah, it's okay. called the film cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to break my habit. Um, but we started a um, a Patreon a while back, and one of the benefits of the Patreon is that we do this ancillary show called the After Dark. Last week's After Dark topic that I brought up was inspired by this show last week.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I saw.
0: Did you see? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Friends. Yeah, it's when Lana said, "I don't know how to be a friend." It. It was like that moment at the end of Ratatouille when the chef, like when Ratatouille, like it makes him think back to his whole life in one instant. You know that moment <laughs> where he like tastes the Ratatouille and then it like everything comes and falls into place and he just sees clarity for once in his life. That was what Lana did to me by saying you're a terrible friend. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you want to hear me uh, reckon with that, I did it. Uh, I, I sorted through that information with um, with Dave Chen and Peter Serretta, who are uh, are good friends.
1: I consider good friends.
0: But uh, I like
1: the way you cross pollinate. That's re- you're starting like a uh, an MCU here. Yeah, like each episode works, works on its own. Jeff, C. But if you want the full story, you got to listen to the Patreon exclusive feed there of there go, the, the, the film cast. Story. But if you want to know where that came from. <laughs> You need to check out DLC. Origin. Yeah. And Scarlett uh, Johansson is suing both of us. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: It would be the Jeff PU, which does not sound nearly as good.
1: <laughs> no, it doesn't. It JPU. Smells uh, even worse. Anyway,
0: you can find that at, uh, I don't even know. The Filmcast. The Filmcast. Jeff Twitter. Ser- search. It's uh, patreon.com slash filmcastpod, I believe is what it is. Anyway, uh, I also do the dungeon run. Now uh, you can find that. I hope I do it this week. We'll see if my computer arrives via <laughs> yeah. FedEx. I hope everybody's counting on me to actually be able to do it on Wednesday. We'll see. Uh, the big bad in this week's show. And
1: the the shipping guy yeah. came out from around the corner. Yeah.
0: saying <laughs> said yeah. your box is be.
1: damaged. He's leveled dead.
0: It could be. Uh, you can find that on twitch.tv slash the dungeon run.
1: All right. <sighs>
0: Let's wrap this one up with parting gifts. This is your party. That's the end. I love that bumper. I mean, they're all good, but <laughs> it's so good. Hey, give us a suggestion of what to do this week. Give us a This is your Adam end. Leonard, do you have something to help people get through their week?
2: I do. Um first I have a recommendation for you, Jeff. Please, please, please play Outer Wilds please. <laughs> uh, I need to. Sorry. I need to. I, I could, I've got I to.
1: I it's on switch. I wouldn't it's forgive
2: myself if I didn't get that in before I left. Um, but my actual parting gift, I'm going to recommend a movie that did not do well critically or well at the box office, but I loved it. I took my kid to see snake eyes, the GI Joe mm. movie. And yeah it was a a daddy son date kind of thing. And we had an absolute blast going back to the movie theater for the first time in forever. Um, and just seeing a movie that's kind of silly and reminds me of my youth. And I could look over and see my seven year old and his eyeballs, just saucers (laughs) watching all this ninja combat on the screen. Uh, You didn't (sighs) want to
0: take him to see green Knight. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> We're, We're going a to the midnight showing scene. of that tonight. Oh, sweet, sweet, sweet. Right. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: but yeah, it, you know, this movie didn't do very good and I get it. You know, it's like, who really is asking for more G.I. Joe on the big screen? Uh, this guy, this guy right here and my kid. And so, you know, sometimes you have to embrace something that doesn't quite fit the mold for everybody else and Mm. for for two hours my son and i had an absolute blast acting like we were the same age
0: that's awesome (laughs) yeah yeah sometimes you see the thing is christian sometimes you spend two hours doing something that's messy (laughs) disorganized not very good and people can
1: still enjoy it sometimes sometimes (laughs) uh what is your parting gift I texted you about this, Jeff, Uh, and you can watch the first episode for free if you're not an Apple TV Plus uh, subscriber, but Joseph Gordon-Levitt has a new show on Apple TV Plus. I believe the first season is 10 episodes, I think four now, Mr. Corman. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see this. It is a dark comedy, and it is Joseph Gordon-Levitt lives in Los Angeles and is a teacher and feels like he gave up on his dreams. And it is a dark comedy that
0: perfect for me as I'm leaving Los
1: Angeles, giving up on my dreams. Punches. I watched it with my wife, and I I won't say what I was saying to her because I don't want to spoil episode for people or the series for people who don't that are going to watch it that haven't watched it yet. But it was it was awesome. One, I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Two, the show itself. I mean, it is a dark comedy, but it is very well done um and three it feels like it was made for me <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. it's fun to see like, oh that i know that that it's like in la and it doesn't hide that it's in l it's actually not it's actually in la it's not in vancouver um and uh yeah it's real good mr corman on apple tv plus i usually like to have my parting gift
0: be something that you can actually check out or uh enjoy yourself or you know uh, a, a piece of media, a food, you know, something that you can apply to your own life. Move
1: to Colorado.
0: <laughs> well, I think it's only appropriate as I sit here in Christian's house uh, where I don't have a house. I literally, this morning, handed the keys to the first house I ever owned to some new people and walked out of it forever. Uh, that my parting gift is, you know, take risks. Yeah take risks i i'm jumping into a place i've never lived outside of california before uh, i'm moving to colorado I'm moving to the denver area in colorado um ostensibly to uh, uh avoid things like wildfires but it turns out this morning denver <laughs> colorado had the worst air on the planet because of the california wildfires anyway
1: i, did I thought you were just <laughs> leaving because the 49ers can't rebuild what are you talking about? We're going to be awesome this year. Like they were last year. Dude. Injuries. Last year was injuries. It was injuries. We got you, you cannot be a Niners fan in Denver.
0: I will prove you wrong,
1: sir. You're going to be the guy who wears your Elway jersey out and around, but then secretly has an NFL gonna, Sunday ticket. I, I will never own an Elway jersey. How dare you? Narrator. He did. How dare you? How dare you? No. Record uh, scratch. Yeah, that's me in my Elway jersey. No way. Never in a thousand years. You'll have the jersey. Anyway, You'll buy your car from his dealership. I,
0: uh, you know, we're 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 going for what we hope will be a better life, a different life. It is uh, scary, and there's lots of unknowns. And I'm uh, excited. I've never lived in a place that snows before. I've, it's all going to be exciting and different and new. Your Dodge Viper is going to
1: be really silly out there. I'm just kidding. You don't have a Dodge, I have a Viper. Dodge Viper. I just love it like a big, burly, two wheel drive V10 sport. <laughs> I've never lived in snow. I'm bringing my moped, though.
0: It would have been great. <laughs> no, have a moped. Um, anyway, so I don't really have a specific one. I'm just maybe uh, saying that outside my comfort zone a little bit and uh, trying to start something new, turn the page, start a new chapter. And uh, maybe that will inspire someone who's listening to try something new for themselves. Uh, but I really appreciate anyone. Both of you that have listened to the end of this episode.
1: You mean Adam and I? <laughs> yeah, like the only you. two people who have listened to the end. we on the show. Anybody who made it to the end. Of- I, I promise.
2: I, I stopped listening like ten minutes ago. <laughs> That's fair. fair. That's fair. I, I wouldn't
0: expect anything else. Uh, I I I was about to say I promise that we will be more professional next week, but who knows? At this point, maybe this is the new format of the show. Yes. Uh, no. No. This is terrible. Uh, I uh, I'm grateful for all of you listening and, and uh, it's going to be uh you know, it's going to be the same old, same old. there will be very little difference from your point of view. Um, But I uh, I'm excited. And next time you talk to me or I talk to you, that is I will be uh, living in a new place. So it's exciting. Um, Thank you all for listening. I want to thank Adam Leonard and Christian Spicer for hanging out with me. Thanks to our musical contributors, Patrick L, Sean Madigan and zero star, for making those cool bumpers uh and thank you listeners for downloading the show uh, even if you didn't make it all the way to the end <laughs> we'll be back <laughs> next week until then think about what you put out into the world make it a better place